love that. Oh yeah. That right, little sax. Here it comes. It's a rag top day. It's a rag top day. Oh, baby, welcome to the Parahead Podcast. I am Ryan Middledore, and I'm Patrick McDonald. This is uh, your podcast for every single thing Buffett under the hot Caribbean sun. Ooh, and baby, <laughs> is it a hot Caribbean sun oh, today? Oh, it's a hot country sun today. It is. Yes. This is a very countryish album, isn't very it? Very country album. I feel like uh, the 80s, uh, we were nervous about them. Yeah. They're not as bad as I thought not they were going to be. Not as bad as we thought, no. There aren't any big eight hits in no. here, but uh, I think we're going to be all right. He's returning to form in a couple different ways. I think this one echoes uh, another album pretty significantly. Yes. Um, but we'll talk about that in a little bit how you doing Ugh, ryan i am i'm just doing great how are you doing i am doing so good i got uh got some new glasses and some new jeans i feel like a new man you do feel like a new man i do i really do are those the new glasses you're wearing these are those are great thank you so much warby parker oh great you gotta check those out you you got it this episode (laughs) not brought to you by warby parker (laughs) although we would love that yes you can retroactively pay us for this if you want yeah yeah my fee is nine million (laughs) dollars yeah the uh the cutest puppy in the world uh, got a hold of my other glasses oh really so i had to get some new ones oh man the teeth are coming in and the uh, real side is coming out yes my couch is uh it's it's uh, seen better days yeah i can i can understand that yeah i got some new glasses too. Did you? Are those uh, new glasses you're wearing no, right now? No, I'm not okay. wearing them, and Where they're not they? the glasses you wear. They're margarita glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and this is true. What uh, are you talking about? <laughs> I uh, have a friend, my friend Ellie Woods, wonderful oh, yeah. person. Ellie's great. Was having a, uh, uh, she was cleaning out a house. I think uh, uh, an older relative of hers passed away. It was either her grandmother or her great aunt, uh, and she has a house kind of... Uh, Hancock Park-ish, like mm-hmm. central Hollywood. Sure. Um, and she was uh, doing a, a, an estate sale, pretty much, where you come over, buy some things. And she had these two margarita glasses there that were beautiful glass margarita glasses uh-huh. where the stem was a cactus, <gasps> and at the base of the cactus was a sleeping man in a sombrero. That's amazing. I got two of them for $4 total. Incredible. They're beautiful, amazing margarita glasses. I'm looking forward to having uh, margaritas left and right. That's amazing. Olivia made margaritas on Friday. Really? They're very, very good. Turns out, like, we've talked before about, like, margarita mixes on this show. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I think it's safe to say you and I are not huge fans of mixes. We're not... No. Um, They're good every once in a while. It depends. They can be good depending on, yeah, depending on what you're going for. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, you love the fresh one. The exactly. fresh juices, the fresh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, the the ice, the, you know, everything. Yeah. It, it, if it, when it tastes a little more organic, when you use agave instead mm-hmm. of the sweeteners or anything like yeah. that, not so good. I will say we got a margarita mix from Trader Joe's. And it's very good. Really? It is so good, Patrick. <gasps> what? It's really good? It. It's very good. Is that the one that looks like it's like an old kind of parchment on the on the front of the margarita? Yes. Yeah. It's like a tan kind of yeah, label? Yeah, that's the one. Is it the organic one? 
I think so. Oh, that's amazing. It's very good. I gotta because, check like, that out. Because you, you also add like triple sec to it. So yeah. you, you add a couple of things. It's wow. not just the mix and then the tequila and that's it. That's incredible. Like you, you have to do a little bit of concocting, but it's okay. very good. I would check it out. I have to check it out. Yeah. This whole great. conversation reminds me that every now and then I am blessed to <laughs> be reached out to by various friends uh, with uh, material. Uh, things that happen in their life that harken back to Jimmy Buffett. Things that they say, you have to check this out. Yeah. And I'm going to send you this video. I have a good friend, Warren Burke. He was at some sort of cast party for a show he was in. And uh, he surprised me with a video. Now, this also will go in a long line of things of audio I would like to play on this podcast that is not good audio. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I'm also excited. admitting that that is also what's happening here. Okay. But you'll hear a little bit about this. I got this video out of the blue, uh, and and we can describe what's going on. Tell me when you play it, and I'll play it on my computer so that I, we can Okay, watch I'm going to play time. it in three, two, one. Great. Okay. It's a margarita blender. Yeah, it's a video of someone getting a Margaritaville concoction. Of all different flavors. I'm going for the orange plunge. Let's do it. That's what you want? That's what I want. All right. What? It's combining the rum with the orange. <laughs> what? Cheers! Cheers to you. Uh, I had the cranberry starburst. Delicious! Yeah. That's so funny. There you go. That's it's a video funny. of somebody using a Margaritaville frozen concoction maker, the big one that has four different kinds in it. That's crazy. It makes a difference. It's massive. It was insane, wasn't it? Looks it looks like a tank. What a crazy situation. Also, it, this guy yeah. looks like Kale Hills a little bit. It is Kale Hills. Is it Kale Hills? Yeah, Kale okay, Hills is okay. in there. Yeah, I thought yeah. you recognized that voice. Kale Hills, Warren Burke, making margaritas together. How fun. Uh, very fun. So if you, if you are a friend of mine... Well, you know, you're the best friend for listening to this podcast. <laughs> but also, if you can send me any kind of situations, and I'll play it, bad audio or not. Oh, that wasn't the worst anything. audio. No, it wasn't. He it was did the narrating. Good. Yeah, yeah. There were some people in the back having a good time. People were having fun. They were partying. Yeah, I like That's it. That's the kind of stuff that you can enjoy when you're, <laughs> uh, when you have a Margaritaville frozen concoction maker. You have your friends over. They make an orange dream. That's certainly never a Buffett song that I've heard, the orange dream. But, no, no. You know, let them have some fun. I've never <laughs> used one of those concoctions. Have you? No, I never have. That's crazy. It's like a holy grail. So you I, just fill like, there. there's four compartments and you fill, so it's like rum in one and then there's like maybe tequila in one or something like that. It looks to be cranberry juice in one, lime juice in one, orange juice in one, and uh, rum or tequila in the other one. Wow. And then there's some sour mix in the middle too. And it makes this insane drink, but these are the ones that they sell for like $400. I want one, but it would take up like an entire counter. It would take up a lot. It's massive. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to buy another kitchen. <laughs> uh, but you know, we are starting a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> for a Margaritaville frozen concoction We maker. desperately want one. We don't please, need one, but we want one. Please Venmo me at Patrick-McDonald if you would like to give me money to buy a Margaritaville frozen concoction <laughs> Hey, we'll take two. We'll Venmo's take two. $800. We Venmo's will take it. $800, we will take it. We'd love to have it. If you have one for sale, let us know. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll go have these on it. I'll drive, the farthest I'll drive to is Ventura. Yeah, or if you're in uh, 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 La Jolla, yes. we'll be down there at the end of June. Oh, we'll come pick boy. it up. We're coming down. June 25th, you'll see us 
running amok in the town. Yeah, we're going to be so tired. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I mean, how long is that show going to? It starts at 7. Probably going to be seven. two and a half-ish hours. Two and a half-ish hours. We'll get back by midnight or so. Probably. Yeah, yeah I would yeah. say. Yeah, midnight, 1 a.m., something like that. It'll be great. Yeah, I'm looking oh, forward to it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be incredible. Oh, buddy. We're talking about Riddles in the Sand Oh, that's today. right. Buffett's 13th, 13th? studio album. Woo! Uh, Riddles in the Sand came out in 1984. September of 1984. September of 1984. In general, how did this one do, Ryan? Well, the answer is this. It reached 95 on the Billboard 200 album chart and 18 on the Billboard Top Country albums because this is primarily a country album, is what I would say. The song When the Wildlife Betrays Me hit number 42 in the country's singles chart and Who's the Blonde Stranger hit number 37 and Bigger Than the Both of Us hit number 58 country. And this album, also, uh, I'm reading the album notes here on our favorite resource, BuffettWorld.com, if you're only looking to uh, be on the internet for about 30 minutes before Mm -hmm. it crashes. Um, The (laughs) first album note is, uh, this album saw a change to a new style of music Jimmy called, quote-unquote, golf and western music, which was the original name of the album. Yes, it was almost called golf and western. Yeah. which is So, like, this album, I guess, is where he coined the term Gulf and Western. Yeah, it must because be. Because we've heard this type of music for a while, but I guess he, I, I don't know, because, but like this album feels more country to me. Uh, yeah, it, it, that is weird to me. This isn't the one that I would describe as Gulf and Western. Yeah. I guess there's the general vibe of things like that going on, but you don't necessarily hear the Margaritaville-ish. Like, I thought Margaritaville was like described as Gulf and Western. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Well, Interesting. You know, it, it's an ever-changing phrase. He made it up, and we can say whatever we want about it. Because he's Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> he's Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> um, as a whole, what do you think of this album? I actually really like this album. Yeah. I think it's a very easygoing, simple album. It I, took yeah. me a couple listens. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but I, I ultimately landed on really enjoying it. I would say this is pretty much, to me, a straight-up like 80s country album. It's pretty yeah. much like uh, a follow-up to A1A. Yeah, it really um, is. Which is interesting to me. He also co-wrote all of these songs. He yes. either co-wrote them or their covers. Yeah. Um, and he's getting away, to me, it seems like he's getting away from songwriting uh, and just performing these songs. Yeah. I think he was in, it seems like maybe he was tired of like, you know, maybe he was like, for this one, I'm not going to try to like pour over writing the newest hit. I think right. I'm just going to do things that I like and hear things and like have other people present me things and perform those. And I think it's very effective. I yeah. love, there's a lot in this album that I love. I, I don't love it in a way that I love sort of like, you know, like your One Particular Harbors or Son of a Son of a Sailors. Like there's no, aside from maybe Ragtop Day, there's no song where I'm like, yeah. Yes. You know what absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. And Ragtop Day, we can, let's go back to that. Cause that uh-huh. was the song we heard at the top. Uh, Ragtop Top Day, this is a heavy claim, might be the best Buffett banter at the end of a song. Yes. Uh, almost yet, if not like, you know, it's up there for me in the 80s at least, number one Buffett banter. Yeah. Love to it, hear some of that. It's Buffett also banter. a little creepy. It is a little creepy. <laughs> There's a, a little lot creepy. going on. Yeah. It's a big discussion and it's a lot of talking. He refers to a yes. stick shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to play the last 40 seconds of the Let's song. Let's hear it. Car. Yeah, here we go. Yep. Cruise on down to the Gulf and listen to some Western music. Okay? Western music. Get ourselves a cool one at the floor of Bama. Yeah. All right, come on in here. Yeah. You can move over a little closer. Ooh, be 
careful of that stick ship. Uh oh. Oh. Yeah, let's rock it, ragtime. Was that your husband just Look at how he just passed us on the station wagon full of kids. Also, he said, let's go down to the Gulf yeah. and listen to some Western music. So yeah. it's a little reference to his own phrase he made up. I, as, as a whole, I love this song so much. It's a great song. It's a very good it's song. It's a funky kind of 80s country song. This is like, I we we, we we we've talked before about how in my household is big like shuffle household in yeah, terms of like yeah. Buffett music. And this is one of the staples. This would yeah. always be on. Well, you're seeing a shift in Buffett's music. Uh, what's fun to see him from the 70s to the 80s, specifically when it comes to country, mm-hmm. is he's going a less uh, into the like Jonathan Edwards kind of honky-tonk stardust cowboy kind of uh, gentle, sentimental country ballads to these honky-tonk kind of more working blue-collar, uh, like hard-hitting country songs. Yeah. Um, they're not so much Nashville as they are... Uh, a little more southern, a little yeah. more deeper in the south. Definitely, a little more uh, blue collar. Yeah, 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 yeah. which um, I like. Yeah, I, speaking of that, do you want to talk about uh, who's the blonde stranger? I love who's the blonde stranger. This is great. This is the I album say- opener, and this is like one hundred percent. This is Buffett songwriting structure, just to a T. Holy moly! And uh, yeah, this is pretty incredible. I would say, look, we can. I I, I would like to talk about this song. Uh, first, and then we'll talk about another portion of this song as yes. well. It's a very Texas-centric song. Ooh, okay, Let's okay. Let's keep going. Let's listen to it. Oh, yeah. Listen to that. Nothing like this way out in West Texas. Galveston Bay is a whole other world. My wife's in our room getting over her sunburn. How would Louis Lamore get me next? that girl She tells me her tan is the same way all over She asks me to dance and says keep your boots on She never met a number one cowboy We rolled in the sand and drank rum until dawn Who's a blonde stranger Who entered my life It's a very fun song. There's a, it's, it is a very funny song. Uh, it's so funny. Yeah. And it, what's funny, this is so, the lyrics, if you didn't get it, it's about somebody from West Texas. Uh, imagine a Midland Odessa, or we can even say El Paso or Amarillo, mm-hmm. going to Galveston, saying Galveston is a whole other world. What's very funny is if you've been to other beaches in the world, uh, Galveston is not necessarily the greatest beach. Uh, <laughs> I had a shirt when I was in high school that said Surf Galveston, and it was just a picture of a pier and flat waves. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like Galveston is not the greatest place in the world. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, but it's uh, to this Texas cowboy... It is a paradise on earth. Yeah. And I love that. Uh, and that brings us to the music video that I sent you. You sent me a music video for Who's the Blonde Stranger. Yeah. I have not watched this yet. Okay. Uh, let's, let's watch it together. Okay. Uh, let me find it uh, myself. Okay, I got it. Let's watch it together and we'll talk about what's going on because okay. I really love it. Okay, great. Three, two, one. Great. All right. We see a uh, cowboy. 
driving down the road. Galveston Bay. All right. Yeah, we see uh, basically <laughs> a cowboy jump into a pool, a full cowboy on the beach. And then there's a pool party. Yeah. And now they're on the beach. He's just, it's Jimmy Buffett playing this goofy ass cowboy. Very goofy cowboy. He's just seeing a bunch of beautiful women walking around. He's in a uh, Texas A&M football jersey. God. In cowboy boots on the beach. <laughs> Uh, doing a luau in cowboy boots. This is weird. Doing a limbo. This is insane. <laughs> he falls. Uh oh. Now he's making out with someone on the beach. Is this Jimmy? Yeah, it's Jimmy this himself. Jimmy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a beer stuck in the sand. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so. Funny. Now he's singing. He's got the mustache. Yeah. Playing for a crowd. <laughs> that cowboy's going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the little crab? Uh oh. Uh oh, this guy passed out. Yep. Except for a note from some guy named Dan. Uh oh. Is that Jimmy? Maybe it's not Jimmy. It looks kind of like Jimmy. With a little darker bit, hair. yeah. But then he also is a blonde Jimmy in this. Right. Oh, yeah, I think they're the same people. It's just a great hit. Look it's at this. Just, what a fun. It's so goofy. Yeah, it's so goofy. I will say, like, anytime I see Jimmy in, like, a music video or, like, in Rancho Deluxe, he always feels out of place. Yeah, he's always like, well, here I am. He yeah. shouldn't be filmed. No, he <laughs> he's ethereal. Be. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, I do have a, a shocker to tell you, Ooh, Ryan. Okay. I want, to, I want to just reveal it like this. Yeah. So this was written with um, uh, Will Jennings. Okay. Right? Will Jimmy, Jennings is a very famous songwriter throughout uh, music history. Mm -hmm. And he actually wrote... Uh, the lyrics for one of the most famous songs about a boat of all time. And I sent it to you if you could just play it. Yep. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't this wild? He wrote this song? Yeah. This is blowing my mind. Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. Okay, so you're telling me that Celine Dion's a liar. Celine Dion's a liar. No, Celine Dion's never claimed to write that song. I always thought that she had. No, it's Will Jennings, baby. Oh my God. He has been inducted in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. He's run so many awards. Uh, he's written for uh, other hits. Um, maybe a little bit of Higher Love, Steve, Steve Winwood. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. Uh, Tears in Heaven, Eric Clapton. He wrote Great that with him. Great song. Yeah, one of the saddest songs of all the a world. A very song. It's so sad. Um, and, uh, yeah, a couple, uh, Barry Manilow songs. Okay. Uh, uh, Whitney Houston song. 
He wrote a Rodney Crowell song. Okay. Who we've seen before. Yeah. Uh, Love lifts us up where we belong. Jeez, um, this guy's been around. Yeah, he's he's written uh, some incredible stuff. Uh, so he also wrote Who's the Blonde Stranger? And Come to the Moon, Come also the on this moon. album. Oh, he wrote that one too? Yeah. Yeah. Which so is, there you go. And Come to the Moon is a great song. Yeah. It's so good. It's incredible. I, I, I want to play a little bit of that. Let's hear some Come um, to the Moon. Yeah. Oh, God, this one's great. This sounds like Titanic. This sounds a little like Titanic. I like this one a lot, too. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, Beach House on the Moon? Ooh. And Mars is big and bright. All our friends are flying in. It's such a lovely sight. Gravity never could hold me. That is what is actually the song they originally had in Titanic when everyone was falling <laughs> off the boat. <laughs> so come, come to, to the moon. Someone hits the fan. <laughs> we'll be there soon. The, actually, this is what the quartet was playing. <laughs> I love this chorus. I yeah. really do. It's so good. It's really great. So come to the moon. I hope to see you soon. Half a, mu- half a million miles isn't far to go. You know I need you so. So come to the moon. The starship's leaving soon. It's yeah. so good. It's really wonderful. It's, it's very much about space. I will say this is one of the songs that makes me think uh, this is a fun album, but then there's like some low keys, like what the hell is happening? Right. Like we're like singing about going to the moon. There's a little indicator like we're going to leave conventional songwriting and storytelling behind yeah. very soon. <laughs> we're going to be talking about going to the moon. Yeah, yeah But it's good. It's, it's well produced and you don't really think about that. No. <laughs> Which is fun. Um, I also really love Burn That Bridge. Oh, interesting. I really love this song. Um, it sounds, I'm, I'm going to play a little bit of Burn That Bridge, and then I'm okay. going to go back to one particular harbor and play another song that sounds very, very similar. Ooh, let me hear that. I love these similarities. Oh, yeah. This is very 80s. Oh, yeah. Saying I'm scared of you Your kind of love is something new When I hold you We're swaying in the wind Of all the bridges I've ever crossed High and lonesome and wild and lost I feel this time I'll take it to the end This is really Burn good. That bridge it's very good. Burn that bridge when we come to it. Burn that bridge when we come to burn it down. 
Ooh, yeah. It's very good. I love the melody. And now I haven't tested this yet, but okay. in the back of my mind, we were listening. I was listening to this album concurrently with one particular harbor in okay. preparation for this episode. And the beginning, I'm gonna play the beginning again. It okay. sounds very similar to another song, so let's just get that in your head. Okay, I have not tested this yet, but I'm okay. gonna try, I'm gonna try something out. Oh, it's not bad. A it's little, pretty close. It's pretty Which close. Which one is this one? We're the people our parents warned okay, us about. Yes. Let's go back to the other one. Yeah. Okay. It's very close. Yeah. It's yeah. very close. Yeah. It's the same uh the same kind of vibe. The same, it also yeah, has the like neighborhood. The bump, 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 bump. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. And also, this is another Will Jennings hit. Yes. Oh, I get Will the, Jennings, Jimmy Buffett, and Michael Utley, we should say. Michael Utley is also credited on all of these. We should do an episode just about Michael Utley. We got to talk about Utley. Yeah. Utley is. He's uh, around a lot. He is the backbone of the uh, Jimmy Buffett yep. vibe. Yep. I yep, will yep, say yep, he's yep, a yep, huge yep. part of it. He's very important to us. We care so much about him. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for him, this podcast would not exist. Yes, we cannot yes. stress that enough. We need to talk about how wonderful Michael Utley is. Yes. But Will Jennings is great. That's a really good one. Burn it down. Bam, 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 bam. That's very interesting. Um, do you want to talk about La Vie Dansant? Uh, well, I want to talk about one more. Okay. Uh, uh, just a quick one. Another, and one more Will Jennings hit while right. we're rounding it out. But it's Knees in My Heart. Knees in my I heart. I love knees in my heart. Ooh, you know, I don't think I had given this one much of a listen. Oh my before. god, knees of my heart. Okay, all right, let's check it oh, out. Oh, we have to listen to this one. I really enjoy this one. This one was like for me. Oh yeah. Okay, no, yeah. you're right. I do love this one. It's kind of like that is hot, but I'm moving on. <laughs> I've got a question for you. Please grant me an interview. Oh yeah. Don't wanna read it in a magazine. Don't wanna see it on the silver screen. Don't let the craziness tear us apart. I'm down on the knees of my heart. This is so goofy. It's bouncy. Down yeah. Here on the knees of my heart. This comes from deep in my soul. Oh yeah. That's it. It's great. We know it. It's very, very simple. Yeah. I just wanted to mention it. I think it's uh, worth. This is, you know, actually the song that they first played when uh, Jack and uh, Kate had uh, sex in that car. <laughs> on I had no idea that Titanic was so ingrained in this album. Yeah. This song, this album was actually written. Uh, Riddles in the Sand was actually written for Titanic. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> 10 years prior 10 to years, its release. Yeah, 10 uh, years 12 before. years prior, I should say. 12 years prior, yeah. Jimmy was like, hey, I got all these. I worked with Will Jennings. You should use these. Well, James Cameron does famously take a very long time to make he movies. Does. So he so, went to Jimmy and said, hey, I've got this movie. It's coming out in about 12 years. He optioned it first, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, I can make a, it's pretty great. I mean, that, I'm about that. Yeah, it would be great. Uh, I would say, also, this song, Down on the Knees of My Heart, is a line from a letter that Sir Walter Raleigh wrote to the Queen of England begging hmm. forgiveness for some practical activity what does uh, that mean practical I don't know. activity and he also said it sounded more like the title of a motown tune and i couldn't pass it up i hope sir walter didn't turn over in his grade uh I don't <laughs> so he, he, he just heard like this line from a letter and said that yeah. could be a song yes yeah that's yeah, yeah. interesting he just picks things up as he goes and turns them into music yes yeah i yeah. love it it's wonderful that's that's jimmy for you he'll take something and he'll make it out into something else Beautiful. It's great. Okay, let's talk about La, La Vie Dansante. La Vie Dansante. Let's give it a discussion. It's worth it. I'm I'm sorry I delayed it. No. But now it's that's time okay. to talk about That's okay. That's okay. I mean, we've been waiting for this, what, 
since the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. You told me, I want to do a Paradead podcast just so we can talk about La Vie Dansant. Yeah. And you said, no, 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 Ryan. We yeah. should go through the entire discovery uh, until we get to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why you've you've been so mad at me. That's this right. Whole, this, this is entire this also the very last episode of the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we are going to be doing a lot of recaps that's right. of this song and how it affects us in the future weeks. <laughs> so that's part of it, too. Um, this is also a song that I didn't give much of a listen. Um, I yeah. do know it's a very pretty song. It is a pretty song. Yeah, let's listen to it. Let's give it a listen. This is that Gulf and Western. This is, yeah, for sure. They can come take it all away. Break your heart by the light of day. Drown your love in a distant bay. Pretty cool, actually. It is very cool. Peter Gabriel vibes to me. Oh yeah. See the time melting off of the clocks. There's the light shatters all the locks and saves me. The, the guitar in the background is really cool. It, saves it really me. is. It's cool. That's why I wonder and follow La Vidanson on the night when it takes me just where I want. That's all. There's more French influence. Yeah. Since a volcano, right? Yeah, that must be it. What does La Vie Dansant mean? I have no idea. It's like the life. La Vie Dansant. Translation. Let's see. Um, uh, what does it mean? <laughs> oh, the dancing life. The dancing life. Okay. La Vie Dansant. L'enfant pour les enfants. It's, he loves singing for the life, for the infants. Yeah, for, he does. For dancing. Uh, that's a really good uh, title for that song. Yeah. The I Dancing like Life. Dun, 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 I love The Dancing dun. Life. It's very pretty. I and this it. also has a cover. Yes. Uh, by one of my favorite funny voices, Aaron Neville. Aaron Neville. <laughs> it's amazing. Let's give it a listen. Ooh, it's a little sexier. Okay. See, we know what, we know Aaron, what Aaron Neville's Neville, up yeah. to. Break your heart by the light of day. Drown your love in a distant day. So lonely. Oh, man, that's really good. Very good. Smooth. See the ships heading for the rocks. See the time melting over the clocks. There's a light shadows all the rocks that saves me. It saves me. Ooh. That's why I okay. and follow love song on the night wind that takes me just where I want. Ooh. like that a lot. Yeah. It's smooth. It's nice. I guess Buffett has a bit of a relationship with the Nevilles because... Of course he fucking does. <laughs> <laughs> You're so mad. He knows everyone. He knows everybody. I'm telling you, man. He has got it going on. He really does. He's, he is the uh, smart uh, entrepreneur... Uh, talented, intentional Forrest Gump He's of the, the 20th century. He's the glue that holds the entire entertainment industry together. <laughs> I'm convinced. It's amazing. Because, uh, uh, yeah, the album before, Why You Want to Hurt My Heart, was uh, a song written by Arthur Neville, uh-huh. uh, Aaron Neville's 
brother. So I don't know what the story is about that. Maybe they worked together and uh, and he maybe met uh, them and hung out. My my first knowledge of uh, my, my 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 first recollection of uh, Aaron Neville was SNL. Yes, Horatio Sands yeah, used yeah. to play. <laughs> yeah, it was cocoa the best. butter on his arms. Yes, so funny. It was amazing. Was why you want to hurt my heart cover? Who knows? We don't have to talk about that. That's on the album before this. But yeah, he worked with Arthur Neville. He must have met Aaron Neville. Yeah, so it came back tenfold. It's all full circle. Full circle. Everybody. It's really incredible. Yeah. What an amazing life this man lives seriously good god uh what a very cool song too i really i really like that song listening to it again. i like that song too i love this album like this was a good um for me it was a good just sort of background album yeah you know like i put it on when i was like cleaning it felt really nice it was relaxing yeah yeah i yeah i put it on when i was i was doing some work it it centered me a little bit oh sure great companion like you said great companion album to a1a it is a good yeah, yeah yeah if you're if you're looking for uh, it's like I would say it's A1A meet Son of a Son of a Sailor. Yeah, with a little bit of like uh, maybe uh, something a little like maybe living and dying in three quarter time thrown in. There. Yeah, yeah, because it it feels a little bit like uh, a couple new vibes, but it's same some of the old stuff. Yeah, uh, and it's still uh, it's it's still not super goofy, Buffett. We're gonna hit a. Uh, uh, kind of a tipping point into Goofy Buffett. Yeah. Uh, pretty soon, I would conjecture. Yeah, coming out of like the mid late eighties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and into the nineties, which get really 90s, weird. Nineties get super weird. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, but overall, I really enjoyed this album. Is there anything else you really liked on this album? I don't think so. I feel like we should play uh, "When the Wildlife Betrays yeah. Me." Oh, to close out the episode. Go. Side note. Yeah, yeah totally to close out the episode. A great song for that. Riddles in the Sand. Not a title of a song on this you're right yeah yeah i wonder if that's like a like a hidden uh, hidden song out there somewhere yeah i wonder if there's a lyric well that's that we interesting missed. i don't know the, 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 the cover is him standing on a beach with a cowboy hat and a yeah. guitar uh looks like a life preserver there um very fun very fun but yeah when the wildlife betrays me yeah very I, fun I, one. I like the song a lot it's yeah. very good can't believe i'm still yeah, this is that honky tonk. Oh yeah, so yeah. Near, Spotlight country so country ballad. Unclear. One, two. I see two. a tremble in the two stepping right here. And wonder where do I stand? When the wildlife betrays me. Those background singers? Oh yeah. So well produced. I mean, he's really well a master produced. at this point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, fun fact, this song was also written um, uh, during... Oh, wait, what's going on? My mixer is broken! Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, I fixed it. This song was also written uh, during the scene where Jack and Rose were hawking loogies over the side of the boat. Really? It really was. This was the song? Yeah, yeah. Will yeah, Jennings, yeah. big influence. He <laughs> <laughs> really in, in, uh, affected a future generation. That's right. We really don't know. So if anyone's asking, ooh, me. Yes. If anyone's telling you Jimmy Buffett's not relevant, 
Point to this, and then point to <laughs> Celine. That's right. Then point to every girl in the world. It's who, all connected. Yeah, we all owe Jimmy Buffett for the movie Titanic. That's right. That's what I want everyone to know. <laughs> so until next time, I am Ryan Middledorf. I'm Patrick McDonald. Uh, you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. Have a wonderful week. Creative Podcast Network.